Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Alex, Peter, welcome to the cave. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Exciting time. New film. Wired shot. Yes, indeed. I can't wait to be talking about it. Uh, Yeah, but uh, before we like get into the whole movie thing, I want to know like, how did you guys decide to get into the entertainment industry? Oh man, Alex, you want to take you want to take first go here? Uh, I can. Yep. Um, uh, My sister's to blame completely. I think Uh, as far back as I can remember, she always wanted to be an actress and you know i was convinced that i should be doing archaeology because i'd seen indiana jones um (laughs) and so i just she took acting classes i i followed suit not really knowing and then i kind of became a kid with a camera after school i'd invite my friends over we you know play shoot 'em up little movies on the you know alarming the neighbors you know um and uh and and then I realized that I in doing that I wanted to be behind the camera, not necessarily in front. So, and then you know it all kind of went from there. I went to film school and met this fine gentleman here. Yep. Um, for me, I I've, writing is kind of in my blood. I suppose you could say my mom is a New York Times bestselling novelist, so oh. storytelling in some form or another has always been kind of at the forefront of my thinking in terms of what, what I wanted to do. Um, the, the two big things for me were, was writing and then uh, athletics. I was a very competitive soccer player. I played college soccer back in the day. Um, but I eventually switched over to the entertainment industry uh, exclusively because I wanted to focus on visual storytelling. And I think, you know, I, visual storytelling is the visceral reaction you can get out of an audience is something that you can't quite achieve in any other medium. Um, that said, I am doing other mediums. I just finished writing a novel. I've written plays. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> now, did, did you both work together in college and, and write like the other projects? So we we did a short film together that okay. I wrote and I was in that I we started working on it when we were in college. But I, mm-hmm. we didn't shoot. We, when we shot it, we technically had graduated, I suppose. Um, but I was roommates with this with this knucklehead, so we we, we were in each other's orbit for quite a long time. <laughs> wow, that's great! So, how did you guys come up with the idea for this movie now? Because uh, I don't like. Are you still? Are you in Canada now, Alex? I am currently. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Peter? Where are you uh, these I'm, days? I'm in Brooklyn. I was in LA. Okay. Today. I moved out to Brooklyn in June of this wow. year. So, so how did you guys like decide to get together to get this project going? I got a text. Um, <clears throat> obviously, like Peter said, we, we did a short and okay. um, we were in a film. We went to uh, the, one of the final film festivals we did for that run was uh, Gig Harbor down in Washington. Mm. And I remember driving back from uh, Washington back up to Vancouver and I was driving through a storm and I got a text message and the text message said, wired shut, you know, home invasion thriller, feature length. And I, and then it all went from there. Um, but I was convinced, I remember Peter and I were very convinced after doing the short film run that we needed to do a feature. Okay. Um, uh, because I mean, you go to, we, we were a little tired of, you know, uh, come, you know, Sunday morning, 10 AM, come see short film block C and mm-hmm. we'll show seven short films at, you know, it, it's like, 
who's going to show up at 10 a.m. to see Sam? And the fifth of which is so. And it wasn't out of spite. It was just, you know, we wanted to, it was Friday night. Alexander Sharp's debut feature film, 7 p.m. made auditorium. So we were like, we got to do one of these. So, I mean, I'll let Peter talk about where the inspiration came from. But um, we we decided to write something achievable. One location, three characters. You know, how can we do it? How can we do something that's 90 minutes? Yes. I mean, just going off of that, I mean, it's, I, we kind of reverse engineered the story a little bit around the elements that we needed. So we knew that it had to be contained, not a lot of characters, not a lot of dialogue, something we could realistically do ourselves for not a lot of money. And so that narrowed the parameters quite a bit, which was fun for me trying to, I, I, I find when the box is smaller, finding creativity in a small box is more inspiring in some ways, in a weird way. Um, so we both love the home invasion thriller subgenre, and we actually watched the uh, Scorsese remake of Cape Fear at the same time with one another, and that was a big influence in this movie. I think when we when we finished it, we both kind of looked at each other and went, "This, right? Yeah, this, yeah, cool. Okay, great." <laughs> so, um, so I was thinking about okay, home invasion thriller. What could we do that? you know, would make us excited to do this, but hasn't quite been done before in the subgenre. Okay, we've, we've seen Hush, we've seen things like that. What's, what's the variation on that? And then someone in my life was going through the same surgery that the main character Reed has in the uh, movie. Yeah. And I was watching this person, you know, not able to talk, jaw wired shut. And I was just thinking like, what, what, if, what if I put this scenario in a life or death consequence? What what what's that look like <laughs> and then it kind of just mushroomed out from there but yeah that was the genesis yeah how do you cast that part by the way <laughs> yeah i know i know is well, that something I, you could just throw somebody in there because they're not really talking <laughs> uh, quite the opposite um, um yeah it's it's uh initially i was like oh my god who's gonna want to do this it's there's no dialogue you know who, who can we get to do this and that it, it was actually the other way it was completely reversed um uh it's actually a huge undertaking and a, and a massive challenge for an actor to be able to communicate so much and uh, yeah. just with a look um you know you what you don't want is you don't want somebody who's pantomiming literally everything and it's like okay you know it's then it's buster keaton or something like that it's 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 very very tricky and it's very very subtle work and blake Stadel did phenomenally and he was he was up for the challenge he got a couple lines out of it it's a it's a voiceover bit yeah <laughs> So how long did it take you to put the script together? And what was the next step after that for like uh, casting and filming? <laughs> so it was really fast. Um, we, uh, I started working on the script in November of 2018. Okay. We got it to a good place in December of 2018. And then this location, the house that we ended up using, we were planning on shooting in the summer of 2019, you know, to give us some time, you know, right. the prep and whatnot. This location, this house that we ended up using kind of fell into our lap. And we had this very narrow, specific two-week window in March of 2019. So Alex and I were like, okay, do we do this? Do we do, do we go for broke or do we do, do we pick another location? What, what do we do? And we decided to kind of just go for it and you know go pedal to the metal. And so everything after that went very, very, very fast. <laughs> How long did it take to film it? Two weeks. Wow, two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Two weeks. That's yeah. Did you guys sleep at all? No. <laughs> no. I wrote a movie that basically takes place all at night. So shoot days were almost exclusively 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. every night. Wow. It's very, it's a weird experience eating lunch at two in the morning or one in the morning. It's very, <laughs> very weird. 
<laughs> Alex, I saw that your sister was uh, is in the movie also. I had her last year on my yeah. show. Um, cool. Was this like a, like a favor type of thing that she did it for you? Like, how, how did that conversation start up to get um, her on? Well, I I tried not to frame it in in a favor thing for the Big Brothers movie. Um, no, we well we 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 wrote her in. Um, we when we decided to do the feature, we we said you know what you know Nat- Natalie is my sister, of course, and what what can we do there? And so mm. she was always going to be Emmy. Um, there was a there was a little bit of fun um, trying to navigate as a big brother doing this silly little feature film, navigating her agents and what other projects, cause you know, she's obviously, you know, she's doing great with the flash and, uh, and so, and so it was, it was, it was fun. Uh, but she ended up, I, I said to her, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can do, you can do a lifetime movie or you can do wired shut and then get cast in another lifetime movie after you're done. And that's exactly what happened. She, she decided to do ours and then she went on to, you know, keep doing what she was doing. So, yeah, and the the part of Emmy was designed around the str- uh, the strengths Natalie brought to the table as an actress. Um, I there was certain themes and character dyna- dynamics that I wanted. Once I found out that she was in and was going to do, I was like, okay, how? What can I build around mm-hmm. her? And that's that's kind of how Emmy came to the forefront. Yeah. yeah. When the movie gets released to the public, uh, what do you want like the viewers to gasp from this film? Like, what do you want to see from them? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Peter? Uh, oh, geez, putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> what I would say, what I would say is I hope, obviously it is, it is a thriller with a little bit of horror laced in there, right? And, but I hope underneath the genre trappings, I hope people recognize that it is a father-daughter kind of reconnecting story. And that's the, that's the heart under, underneath all of it. And I hope that people enjoy that story as much as they enjoy the, the genre stuff. You know, that, that's probably my biggest wish. Yeah. How about you, Alex? I'm, not, I'm right there with Peter. Um, it, we, you know, we, we approached it as a father-daughter story. Um, and and it, it get you know, it elevates and, and spirals from there, but it always starts and comes back to um, uh, the story of a dad who just wants to apologize to his daughter, but he can't because his mouth's wired shut. Um, and so that's where all the friction comes from. And of course we've got the villain and all that um, and the cat and mouse and, you know, the, the dark hallways in the house. But yeah, I, I, um, it, it's, I really hope that uh, I, my hope would be if that people see the beauty in it and, and the, and, and also, you know, I, with everything being put out today, I, I, I'm obviously a big fan of movies. I'm a big fan of the history of cinema. You know, I want, um, I, I, uh, I want the, the pacing and the atmosphere and um, the silence of it. Um, I, I want that to be a repeatable phenomenon. Um, you know, I, I love Lawrence of Arabia. I love 2001 Space Odyssey. I love when a, a, a camera can tell a story with no words and, you know, we can just sit in a room for a little bit and push in and just let the movie wash over you as opposed to cut, 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 cut visual right. effects, visual effects, visual effects. You know, I, yeah, no. So my hope is, I hope that people um, enjoy the, the, the cinematic quality I, I tried to achieve and, and also the beauty of it in the story now how can the listeners of the viewers find the film when does it release when do we uh get to see it 
It'll be out on November 30th, and you can get it on digital and VOD, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Voodoo, anywhere you can you can you usually go to. It'll be. That's great. Uh, how can the listeners of yours find it on social media? Also, is there, do you guys have a social media handles for the movie? Yeah, um, at Wired Shut Movie on Instagram. Um, that's kind of where we live. Um, we, yeah, not really Twitter or Facebook. We're we're kind of solely on Instagram. Mm. Uh, there's a couple posters up on there, um, and of course you can you can follow me on Instagram if you want. <laughs> Go ahead, throw your social media handles out so the listeners of yours can find you also. Yeah, uh, Alexander Dot Sharpie with a Y because I'm not the felt marker. <laughs> uh, I I just recently joined social media as of like five or six months ago, and I'm still only on Twitter, but I have a Twitter. Uh, it's at PME Writer. All right, guys, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Good luck with the film. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you very much. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.